There comes a time in your life when your desire to change must outweigh your desire to remain the same. If this is your time, I want you to know that whatever your circumstances are, you are exactly where you need to be right now. You are stronger than you know. You deserve to live in your purpose and to have a happy and fulfilling life. You're worth keeping your promises to yourself. Every single thing you've done until this point has been enough. You are enough. You always were. My greatest desire is for you to give yourself permission to take a chance on you because you're worth it. Welcome to the True Growth, True Growth podcast. I am Latina Mata, your mindset coach. And in this podcast, we explore and learn all things related to self-love, self-discovery and inner work. It is the foundation to help you navigate life and make the necessary internal shifts to become the very best version of yourself. It is my greatest pleasure to be with you right here, right now. Throughout this podcast, we get to grow through what we go through together. That's someone's probably like within the last two weeks. I don't know if you were... And if you were dancing with her, I don't know if you all were. Um, I know it was something. It was something, right? But it was a specific one, but it was recent, a recent one. And I was oh. like, oh my God. And actually, whichever, whichever one it was, I commented on. That was the right. one. So I'm yes. not usually a commenter. I'm usually just a scroll on TikTok, right? Yes. You said that in the comments. You're right. It's, wrong. it's ringing bells. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was that one. So I was like, oh my gosh, right? So I am. I'm absolutely grateful that you took the time to, you know, come on this podcast and be a part of this conversation. Um, so grateful. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to do my official introduction. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, Laurie, is it possible for you to rotate the screen? Would it be easier for you to rotate your phone? Yeah, yeah. No problem. I mean. Oh, that's I lovely. I put you a little higher so that you're not looking at me from a weird angle. Um, yeah, I should have thought about that, but <laughs> I did not. I will, I will, my guy. I can improvise. Come on, I have a million things to put this phone on. I can do this. Let me just move all the things. We could improvise, and I should have said before. I'm sorry. No, no worries. We, we roll with it. That's a little bit better. Yeah, that is that works well. All right. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to do the official um, official invitation, introduction. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the True Growth Through Growth podcast. And this is Latina, and we're in another episode of the Moms Overcoming Mountains series. And I have with me lovely Lori. And I'm going to let Lori introduce herself and tell us who she is and what she does before we get into the real juicy questions of this interview. Hi, Lori. Hi, thank you so much for inviting me to be on your podcast. It really is such an honor. Um, I'm Lori Board. Well, my married name is Lori Blake Carrington, but all my branding has always been Lori Board. I, um, I've been a family photographer for 12 years, and um, I recently transitioned over to be doing social media management full time, wow. um, which has been a great and difficult transition, as all transitions tend to be. Um, I'm also a mom. I have my daughter. She's three. She'll be four soon. And um, I believe the reason that you invited me to be on this podcast to um, to talk about being a mom 
overcoming mountains is um you know as moms we go through a lot and i'm excited to chat about it <laughs> yes so i was telling her before we came, we came on i was like i'm supposed to do tiktok and i'm like wait this year, I, I need to have Laurie or because Laurie is there. And I, I think you were working out with your daughters. I don't working out or dancing. And I know three going on, four, like they are the cutest at that point. And also a lot, right-ish, a lot-ish, <laughs> <laughs> right? So, Laurie, one of my questions that I love to ask in this series is, please share with us a time that you were actually having a challenge, like it felt like the hardest part in terms of being a mom so far and how did you overcome that? Absolutely. Um, I would have to say that the first year of her life, I, I don't I don't have memories of it. It's all a complete blur. I was very deep in postpartum depression. I didn't even realize it. It's something that I was so aware of going in because I've suffered with mental health issues my entire adult life. Um, but there was something about it. I was like, no, I'm fine. Yes, this is hard, but everyone has a hard time. And it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, it's only until she was about 18 months that mm-hmm. I eventually got into therapy. Right. Um, and that in itself was what pulled me out of it. The first of all, the acknowledging that this is terrible, not terrible. Mm-hmm. This is hard. <laughs> Yeah, I was a baby, and it was in the pandemic, and it was you know I was very alone, um, but very much, and I hate to say this, but very much by choice. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I was very much I can do this. I don't need help. I'm fine. I'm fine. Right. I'm fine. And having to acknowledge that I did need help was both hard, but incredibly liberating. Yeah, um, and that's something that I I go through with my daughter with all the time now. Um, you know, every night we say prayers and then we say affirmation and a part of that is it's okay to ask for help it's okay to make mm-hmm. mistakes you know things that I wish I believed because I knew it was a thing I just never believed it I was always wow. like I'm a strong woman you know wow which you are which you are but Laurie so what was the trigger like what made you realize oh my goodness I need to go therapy um I it couldn't I knew it this couldn't be what life was supposed to be mm, because I knew that, yeah no and I don't get me wrong she was by all accounts relatively an easy baby you know they say yeah. that mm-hmm. um she did everything she was she needed to she she was good like by all by all accounts of what a good baby should be right. um I don't know it was just it became too hard I was crying far too much to the point where I was now becoming numb mm-hmm. um and I just, I just knew I couldn't, yeah. I could I just did not want to live my life like that. And I didn't want to live my life like that. I didn't want her to live that life. Right. With, I was screaming all the time because I really was like, I was lashing out a lot. Yeah. You know? I don't know if you can hear her, but she Yes. Hi. What's her name? Tell us her name. Tell us her name. Holly. She actually, she has on headphones, so she can't hear us. Okay. <laughs> but every now and then you may hear her sing or. Okay, that's awesome. I think that adds the the spice to this episode here. Like that's exactly what we need, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Holly, if your mommy shows you this episode afterwards, we're telling you hello from True Growth. Hi, Holly. <laughs> right. Um, and I'm so glad that you share that, especially about postpartum, right? Because I I think in the Caribbean, particularly, postpartum is not something that they talk about often, right? Like, what is that? You know. Yeah. yeah. 
you have a baby and I think, I mean, I'm not coming for men here, but I've heard enough stories about when women share their, after they have their babies and they're speaking with their partners, their husbands, their spouses, even their family members, you know, like their, their parents, their moms, they're like, what, like, relax. Like, this is, yeah, like get over it. Correct. Right. Um, And I also had, but I had mild postpartum and I did not realize um, something was off until probably about six months in. I think I was like, I don't feel the, because remember the fairy tale is that when we have these babies, they're going to come out and we're going to be like so miraculously in love. Right. Mm -hmm. And just... And the house would magically clean itself. Right? Yeah. yeah. We're going to be bond with them. It's oh. going to feel beautiful. And you would want to die for them. And you know, all the things. Right? And I was like, that is not happening. No. What is... I'm like just like a robot. Like very autopilot. You know, I felt... The, the, I could relate with the no feelings thing. was starting to feel like it was trying to become a thing. Right? Um, And yeah, I had to seek help too. Like, thank God for therapy. Right? Yes. Um, absolutely and the and mental health support right and I did reach out to somebody and because my, my pregnancy was definitely it was traumatic right that's a whole other story um so my postpartum was was a real thing right so I'm so glad that you shared that so guys who are listening for those of you who are new mommies um this is real this is real and this is a part of the experience and you are not alone yeah yeah so Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, was there a specific thing that you did? Um, so yes, you said therapy, but what about therapy helped the most? I think it was the first time that I had ever truly felt heard in what I was saying. Um, I can't speak to why I feel this way in my life, but I can say that whenever I would open up to people, I would feel judged and you know, like scrutinized, every little thing was scrutinized. And um, for the first time I opened up to someone and she just listened. And I, yeah, I just right. never experienced that before. And it was yeah. beautiful. And because of that, because she was, she is fantastic at her job. Um, I felt more and more comfortable to open up and more comfortable to say things that were hard to even say out loud, you know, but... Yeah. She she was there to hold that space for me to be able to process what I was feeling, process old things that happened in my childhood that I thought were just, eh, it happened and I'm fine, mm -hmm. but never dealt with it. And, you know, it is something in our in our um, culture as well that, especially when it comes to children, like, I'll give you something to cry about. And, you know, that's a very typical thing to say. And, you know, mm -hmm. you tend to dismiss children's feelings mm -hmm. when they're having these huge feelings and to them it's this whole world that's crumbling around them and to you mm -hmm. even as an adult you're like okay I, you didn't get the doll yeah you'll be fine, fine. you know what I mean Correct. Mm -hmm. and well that's that's where I think it all stems from is that dismissive attitude um and you as a child not learning to properly process what you're experiencing facts yeah, I, I agree, right? And so I would then ask, how has that impacted your motherhood? How has that impacted your parenting? I 100% practice, try to practice, is what I should say. I love that word. 100%. Um, gentle or respectful parenting. Mm -hmm. I acknowledge that my child is a human being, and not because she is a child or she's young or any of that, that 
her feelings don't matter, that her opinions don't matter. You know, I um I empower her to be able to say no. Yeah. Because I grew up never being able to say that word. No, mm. nothing. Boundaries, no. Caribbean boundaries. What is yeah. that? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, right. You know, I really try to empower her to be her own person, to have her own feelings, to just hold on a second. Yes, Amy. Hi, Holly. <laughs> Here we go. Holly, come. Yeah. She's going to come up. Yeah. <laughs> right. She's going to say, hi. Hi. Hi, Holly. Okay. You can, no, 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 sit down. You can go back. You can go back. Yeah. I am ready. I'm very thirsty. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Mom, I, um, yes, no, I try really hard to respect her as a human being, not and not treat her like lesser than in any way, or like her feelings or thoughts or anything are lesser than because she's young. Mm-hmm. Um, so that later on in life she will comfortably say no to someone and she'll comfortably yeah. hold her boundaries with people. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree, right? And I mean, doing this type of work here, like being in the mental health space myself, like we see, like I see and I have lived the experiences of, you know, not setting those boundaries, having emotions invalidated, not feeling as though you could ask for support, feeling as though you have to do everything by yourself, um, you know, and all the lists of things that we have experienced. And so we grow up in this very, I can do it, don't worry, not asking for help type of situation. Then we're not setting boundaries. So we have to deal with the consequences of that too. Um, yeah, so I feel you. My daughter is almost nine. She's almost nine. And as you said, I try. I try to do the gentle parenting the best that I could, but I don't know, Laurie, this generation of children. <laughs> well, we also grew up a very specific way. We did. Right? And we were raised by people who were grown, were brought up mm-hmm. a very specific way. So mm-hmm. because, now this is my therapist talking, but because <laughs> we have those very specific neural pathways mm-hmm. already established in our brain, Correct. It's very easy when we ourselves are triggered, when we are, I, and I don't like to say the word triggered because it's such a, like a, you know, one of right. those words that you throw around. Yeah. But when we are at the height of our emotions and we can't regulate ourselves, it's so easy to be like, girl. Yeah. Correct, right? Because <laughs> of all the conditioning. Yeah. All of the conditioning. So we actually have to really be intentional about unlearning all the things that we've been taught. All the way exactly. up until this point, right? So, Laura, I need to say, though, that I'm super proud of you because to go through that and to navigate, you know, postpartum in that capacity and then reach into the point where you're like, I need help. Like, I'm I'm proud of you. And then to decide to be a gentle parenting mommy, right, which is working itself, like, I commend you, right? I really do. I well, see I'm you. I'm the same to you because it's, <laughs> it's hard to do it. And it's hard to do it when you when you you live in the same society that does not value that yeah you know, i think parental parenting is passive parenting and it's not even it's close not. to the same thing it's know? not it certainly is not it really requires us as parents to commit to doing the inner work for us to learn how to regulate our emotions for us to be pretty self-aware and that in itself is a lot of work so it's not funny that what we are doing is so intentional it's it's active actively 
making choices all day, every day, when passive parenting really is. Yeah. I'm going to hit you because I have no better way to parent you. Correct. You know, I have no better way to Correct. discipline you. That is that is such an interesting. You know what? I'm so glad that you brought you brought that to the to the forefront, right? Really, guys, listen to that, right? So passive parenting is not the same as gentle and conscious parenting. It is not the same, right? It's actually two different things. Okay. So, Laurie, that brings me into you being a mummy and your wife as well. Yes, because you told me yes. How do you juggle that and your business where you are? Are you uh, work from home? Are you or you're out of the house? Both. Okay. Um, well, I work for myself, so I'm mostly home right here. This is my right. computer. Right? Yeah. Um, but because I do social media management and content creation, it takes me out a lot to create the content for all of my clients. Right. Which it is, it's a lot of fun. In, yeah. um, in that it's not, I personally could not be at the same place five days a week eight hours a day mm-hmm. I just I don't know there's a part of me that wants to like break out of a cage thinking <laughs> um I love that every day is different and every day brings a new challenge and a new something fun you know right and it was, and it was similar to when I was a full-time family photographer mm-hmm. um a lot of the time I was here at my computer editing um, but a lot of the time I was out shooting or out meeting new clients. Right. Like but how do you manage that? How do you manage that? Because I mean, being an entrepreneur, having your own, like you have, you are you, you have to show up to make the money, right? Like you have to do, you have to do it. How do you do that? And be a mommy to a beautiful Holly and then be a wife. Like how, how is your support? How does that work? Tell us. Truly, very recently in November, I started working with a coach. Mm-hmm. who her her whole I can't I can't say she's a life coach or a mm-hmm. any specific coach but her whole branding is mindful movement mm-hmm. um and okay. she teaches you how to prioritize anything that you need to prioritize in your life whatever the case may be right. something towards making healthier choices mm-hmm. so she mm-hmm. working with her for the past it's been six months so the end of April wow. um message her you know a little yeah. happy half <laughs> um, she has guided me and I mean don't get me wrong I'm still making huge mistakes all day long all right. the time but I'm better now at time management mm-hmm. you know so even today I had to go and I picked up you know those five gallon bottles of water yeah um after my first shoot had them in my trunk and then I came home and then I just left to go to my second shoot I completely forgot, completely forgot that they even existed. Right. You know? Little things like that, that I, I just miss mm-hmm. all the time, you know, but right. it, I guess it's about giving myself the grace mm-hmm. to make mistakes, which I was not allowed to do growing up. And I make my right. parents sound like they're terrible. My parents are actually incredibly supportive, wonderful people. I believe um, you. But it's our society, of you course. know, that. You can't make mistakes and you have to be just perfect, perfect, perfect all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like now in my 30s, I'm relearning how to be a functional human being that <laughs> does not beat myself up for days because I forgot to take the water out of the jar. Right, you know? right. So you would say that time management is what helps you be an awesome wife and an awesome mommy and an awesome entrepreneur. Attempting time Attempting. <laughs> Trying <laughs> Do you have any pro tips in your attempts? What did you notice worked in terms of your time management? I write 
everything down that mm-hmm. I know I need to remember because I also have ADHD. I am mm-hmm. incredibly forgetful because my mind is always on to the next thing. Right. If I don't write it down, it does not exist in my right. mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that and every Sunday, what I try to do is plan my week ahead as best as I can. Yeah. So I know with the social media management, I know some clients I have to post every single day. Some clients are every other day and I have them laid out so that I guess I'm a very visual person. That helps me. Yeah. I know, okay, I need to fit in because I'm still doing shoots from time to time. I have to edit this person on Tuesday because I have a little bit more leeway on that day or I have an appointment. And I, I think as long as I can see it, yeah. I, I can figure it out. Okay, awesome. So guys, what Laurie is telling us is that we need to manage our time, right? Because wife, mommy to three-year-old, entrepreneur who is mobile, right? So this is not just a sit-one place and you have multiple people that you have to deal with. Guys, write it down. Please write it down. I know I've said this a lot before, but Laurie is also telling you all that. (laughs) Or use your phone, right? Okay, so we're going to dive into something very fun just to break, you know, the, the extraness a little. So if you had to choose... Mm, pasta or pizza pasta it's more <laughs> um <laughs> sunrise or sunset sunset who's waking up for sunrise <laughs> Can we if you had to go out at night with the girls or home with hubby buy a beach house or buy a beach house oh my god home with hubby in my own house. house yeah <laughs> At any of the locations. Bless my friends, they're lovely, but I'm I am very much a right. homebody. Okay. Introverted or extroverted? <laughs> I tend to have more introverted tendencies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think I'm good for myself in terms of like interacting with people if I need to. Right. When I need to. Yeah, same. I could feel that. And Laurie, if you had to choose between stages of so I know Holly is only three. She's three going on four, you right? Yeah. Which stage do you prefer now or you prefer when she was baby? When she was a baby? Right now. No? Right now. Yeah, yeah. Now she's fun and she's funny. Yeah. Like yeah, we she's... laugh all day long. You know, really? Hilarious <laughs> things, you know, that crack me up the whole time. And she, she you know, her little personality is coming out now. Mm-hmm. And now she can speak and tell me what she wants and what, you know, there's, I feel Holly also, I guess, because, because I, I can't say full credit for it because, you know, some children, you know, sometimes you have that first child who's like really easy and tricks you into thinking you're right. that parent. You have a second child and rebel. I've not experienced that because I only have the one. So right. I don't know if she's just, just easy, but she's right. also like at this point, three going on four, I can explain to her why we're doing something. Yeah. If she doesn't know what it is, like we have to leave the park. I mean, why I can, you know, whatever I can sit her down and explain right. to her. I mean, she's still upset, but she's more understanding, mm-hmm. you know, as mm-hmm. opposed to when she was one, she's there's no understanding, there's nothing going on there, you know. I know, I love, I love that, right? I, I think I miss that age of my daughter too. Well, actually, when she was a little bit younger, and I think it's because I was not present. I was not very like I was. My head was everywhere else, right? I'm like, oh my gosh, like I want to, I want to go back to that baby two year, like baby to two, because my head was somewhere else, you know. Yeah. But I'm learning to enjoy where she is and where we are right now as well, right? So, Laurie, if you had to give any advice to any mummies, right, who 
probably want to get into entrepreneurship or they even having a hard time um, and they have this thought they have this belief that they can't as in they can't be a mummy and do the business thing or be a powerful career corporate woman what would you say i would say don't try to do it on your own mm. um you can't you cannot do everything on your own and the sooner that you're able to accept that um and get the help where you can now i guess that is easier said than done because some people probably possibly don't have access to whatever help it is that they need mm-hmm. um, but if you're able to get it get it yeah. so like with holly before she started in school i was going crazy because <laughs> i was home and she was right here with me the same way she tried to sit on my lap just now to be a part of this conversation yeah <laughs> This is right where she was while I'm trying to edit, you know. Um, and as soon as she was able to get off into school, and I, my brain can stop thinking about her for a second, as bad as that sounds, but I knew she was safe where she was, right? And doing something productive, I guess. Um, that good. She's somewhere. I know that for the next four to five hours, I can do this. I can get to the gym because that's that's the only time that I can be physical. Yeah. Um, I think it's super important to for me that was help mm-hmm. her someone else right um, and being able to prioritize that I know within those four to five hours mm-hmm. that's when I have to be my most productive I cannot even though I do I cannot <laughs> just say all right well I'll do this person's work later because I want to go and have like a breakfast date right have nothing more but you know sometimes you just have to lay your cards out and I think adding on to the getting the help part it's accepting that you as a whole person require more than just any one thing Mm. so people like me I prioritize work a lot so every chance I got that's what I was doing and it's just no way to live so Mm -hmm. same thing with Tash the person who my coach right she from very early she was like you need to get time in with mm-hmm. friends quality time that you're spending you're not actively working or you're not actively doing anything too strenuous you know you're just having right. a good and scheduling that into my days has been a huge help too yeah. like a lot of my friends most of my friends don't have kids yet mm-hmm. um so a lot of my new friends now are Holly's friends' moms. Right. We're all in the same boat. We're all in the same boat. So very often, if on an afternoon I feel like I'm going crazy after school right. and things bouncing off the walls, I can, more often than not, I can call any one of them and be like, listen, <laughs> we get these kids together so they could build their own energy. Nine times out of ten, they're like, yes. Wow. Right now, can we-? Wow. And that, I get the time she holly gets time to play with her friends you know we i guess it's about making it work for you what what you can what you can handle right you know it's like being resourceful doing the best you can with what you have for the points in time yes yes, yes. Making, it, making whatever it is work for you i love so that. like i think it was for me was getting the movement in working mm-hmm. out yeah um and now I can make it work that I, you know, when Holly's in school. But there are some days where, you know, children get sick once a month. Right. Um, 
<laughs> she, you know, sometimes she's just right there with me doing a YouTube workout outside. Yeah. Um, yeah. As Tash would have said, um, it's just about getting in that those like non-negotiables, things that you hold yourself accountable to do and have, whether it be every day or however often you choose. Yeah. Um, yeah. I could go on and on. <laughs> I know. But Laurie, I need to. So I was about to wrap up, but because you brought it up, I'm going we're going to finish this conversation with this, right? So I work out, right? Fitness is a part of my life. But what had me jump on your video was you moving your body, right? And I know for some people, like that's a part of their life. But I was also at a stage where I was like, it's I was a struggling. I was struggling for years to to get the consistency and the discipline to move to get to the gym right just share with us because you are not your words are going to be so potent for somebody who's who feels as though they just i i keep starting and falling off and i don't know how to get there what did you do what was the mindset shift for me it was i i know how i feel when i'm getting regular exercise as opposed to when i'm not i know that when i'm getting in that little boost of dopamine Mm -hmm. that i'm a different person i am pleasant (laughs) i handle things that pop better you know not Mm -hmm. snapping 24-7 when i'm not exercising monster right so that in itself i knew it was something i had to do yeah but like you said i just could not mobilize i could not get myself to do the things whether it be one because i'm tired at the end Mm -hmm. of the day because like you said it's the job it's the kid it's the husband it's the Mm-hmm. responsibilities etc um but i found things that i enjoy mm-hmm. so because i enjoy them i look forward to it right so I, i'm in the gym now which i know in itself there's a lot of anxiety about getting into the gym mm-hmm. when you don't feel comfortable in your own body right that's hard, and i acknowledge that that is a very hard thing i started back in the gym in september Mm-hmm. and I would go in and I don't know if you know fitness center in Starlight I can't speak for the other ones but as soon as you walk in that's where the cardio machines are mm. I would go in get on the first treadmill that was available walk for 30 minutes and leave because it was petrifying to get any further than that wow it was hard. so for me yes it was about the exercise but it was also about building the habit and kind of every day just taking a little step further yeah talking to small person you know looking at people in their eyes things like that right um, so there's that and now now i'm, I'm in you general time. yeah well, <laughs> in time, but, you know but often um but other than that it's the yoga aerial yoga which is so much fun because you're upside really? down on the yeah i need to try right. that i will I yes <laughs> it's so it, and it's it's very it's a good way i think because all us women have our guard up a lot mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's a good practice in letting go control because mm-hmm. you are surrendering to this sling right to hope that it's going to hold you up upside down you know wow. it's, it's fun once you do it you're like oh really <laughs> you know mm-hmm. um and then there's zumba also that i'm doing there's also one thing i saw on tiktok recently with these people in like bungee something and they're just like bouncing around it looked like so much fun really? i messaged them in trinidad, in trinidad. Oh, that's wow. nice <laughs> Unfortunately, currently i am above their weight limit but i'll get there when i get there and of it'll course. be fun at the point, you know of course wow yeah. 
I am so happy to hear that. And just to touch on the aerial, is it what you call it? Aerial, what aerial is what? yoga. Aerial yoga, right? So that, um, from what you said, it sounds like if that also helps release stored trauma in the body, does it? Well, look at that. <laughs> the last time I did it, the last 15 minutes of the class, I literally, I could not move. I wow. sat there sobbing, just crying. And I didn't, it also was like, what are you doing? Oh, my like, goodness. It's not about thinking or crying. You're thinking about that thing and more than likely overthinking it. Right. There was nothing going on. Nothing. Mm-hmm. It was just yeah. these emotions that clearly had to get out. Yeah. And what I would say is that since then, since I started doing the yoga, weight has been dropping off. Oh. Out, though, yes. That trapped energy. I don't know. I don't know. Yes, I don't know the science behind any of it. Well, I can. I will tell you. You know, I will tell you but... very quickly. Our body keeps this score, and our body stores our trauma, right? So, of course, when we do things like. So I facilitate breathwork. So when we do breathwork or we do yoga, we do those aerial, is it aerial yoga where we actually get to get out of our head and drop into our body. It releases all of the things that were actually really stuck inside of our body, which definitely is related to our cortisol levels, which are usually high, which usually affects our our weights and our ability to lose weight and for our body to gain muscle and for it to do all of those things. So you... um kudos to you and now so, so this is my invitation to i'm telling you come to a breathwork session as well right because there's a lot of a lot of breathing happening a lot of releasing of energy in there and i'm going to join a, a aerial class like i need to do aerial yoga yes yes oh fun i will send you a schedule yeah you need to put you need to tell your aerial teacher hey i just plugged you in a very big way <laughs> give me a extra class <laughs> <laughs> oh my god laurie i really enjoy chatting with you yeah, i feel here. as though i've spoken to you already i feel like this is yes. a phone conversation like hey, laurie how are you going you're good <laughs> yeah <laughs> laurie before we go do you have any questions for me do you have anything to share tell us about i i know you wrote books you have books yes tell- i did i wrote books um children's books wrote and illustrated them wow you don't have any in front of me. Okay. Um, all all of them are for Holly, my daughter. Yeah. Um, each one having to do with affirmations and being okay with who you are as a person, even if that person is weird. Right. Be you and how in being you, you know, and right. how to deal with emotions, stuff like that. I remember because I had to switch therapists because the the older one um she stopped being a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was explaining it to the next one. He was like, it kind of sounds like it's not so much for Holly. And I was like, what? Right, <laughs> like square up. And he's like, it sounds like it's for you. Mm, at that point. A child, weird. Like, yeah. Know, like, and then aside from that, I actually wrote in a local book. I wrote a chapter in a local book called um, Virago. Really? Uh, Warrior. And it's, I'm going to get the number wrong. I want to say it's maybe... 16 different women of influence in the country mm. each wrote a chapter about overcoming something in their life um Maybe. it's a fantastic book to read I would say like each each person's chapter is very heartwarming very encouraging very empowering yeah um, Astra has a chapter in it Nikki really? Crosby has a chapter yeah nice it's, it's a- <laughs> yeah yeah so where do we get these where do we get your children books are they for sale 
No. It used to be, I just not since since the world opened back from mm -hmm. COVID and I jumped right back into my photography. I I've just not been able to focus on that. Yeah. So I don't think that there are any in circulation right now. Right. Um at some point I do plan to get back on that because um, you know, the work is already done. It's literally just to get them printed and sell. So yeah. they're nice and waste money. Okay. Um but and it's time. And it's time. <laughs> Virego is available at oh gosh, church bookstore that starts with CH. Charms, no, yes, <laughs> oh, yes, really? Yes. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh, wow, I did not guess that. I would have guessed that. <laughs> oh, wow. Laurie, as I said, it was an absolute pleasure having you here. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for being so vulnerable and so authentic in our conversation. I know that people of the True Growth family would really appreciate all that you had to say. And I hope to have you another time. Gosh, me too. And I want to say thank you so much. And this series is going to be huge. Like, it's going to do really, really, it's going to put a lot of good out into the world. And that's, that's incredible. And I'm glad that you get to be a part of it too. So thank you so much. So guys, this wraps up the end of this episode of Moms Overcoming Mountains with Lori. And we would see you in another one. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs> um.